This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald. It is Thursday, 17th of February. This is episode 198. Wow. Some interesting uh, behind the curtain pre recording discussions for us. Having your wife throwing shoes at you, vasectomies. We've run the whole gamut, haven't we, this week? <laughs> we really have. It was fun. I liked it. I was telling Joel about this person. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Again, I don't know how I get in these inner hole. Inner, inner hole? That's not a word. Inner hole is not a word. It's not even a thing. Interwebs, that's a jokey term that we'll use. Uh, and you just get caught up in videos and shit like that. And it's a couple. Uh, and and the wife um, is lethal with her shoe tossing ability. Like when she gets pissed off at the guy, she kicks off her fucking shoe like she's ready to throw down. And, you know, she's able to like kick up this shoe catch it and throw it at this guy uh it's like she's really good at it she can fucking do some damage and i love her i absolutely am in love with her i don't know what the fuck the name is um i don't know what it is joel i don't don't know where i come across these fucking things but maybe if i find it i'll i'll text you and i'll tease it for a while and then i'll tease it on this show and then not know where the fuck to find it so no one can find it we stink so bad. Why does anybody listen to this shit? <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully it'll be like, as you mentioned, a less angry show than last oh. week. We were both pretty pissed off last week. We, I listened back to that show, Joel, and I'm like, wow, that was uh, that was a show. That was but that your was... ad read. That my bookie <laughs> ad read was a bit special. I don't give a. My, the funniest part was, I don't give a shit. Just put a word in there. Figure <laughs> you'll figure it out. Um, but I will say this. Um, I mean, not that we're doing any adderies right now, but eventually we will. Um, I'm, uh, let's just leave it at this until we do the read. Uh, very happy with one of our sponsors. Very happy with one of our sponsors. Let's put it that way. It gets the Damon seal of approval. And uh, we'll talk, I'm sure, about that in a minute or two. It's just occurred to me, we've got episode 200 coming up. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean... Uh, like my this the desk where I do this from is right next to like my my work desk. So I have two desks side by side. One has three monitors. I literally have the, like three arms and three monitors. And then this desk I'm sitting at is just an iMac that just sits here. And, and it, its sole purpose is this show. My point is, right next to me, the desk is a little dirty because I'm moving shit around in the in the office. Uh, is a board a liger autograph that almost to the day i got i think it was quick math seven years ago like i just think of that like like i guess i was i've been a little bit introspective i guess is the term i'm looking for um i'll send the picture um you know when you get to this ripe age that i turned you get thinking about shit <laughs> you really do and you think about how fast time goes unbelievable like just the fact that esther is you know 
you know, one in Starting school. Yeah, I mean, yes. she's going to come into school with me next uh, on Monday. I mean, she's talking. She's, I mean, she can walk and run, obviously. Uh, and you have another, you know, you have a, a little boy and all the stuff that's going on. It's just like, just like how fast that shit goes. Yes. So your point, two hundred shows is amazing because I remember, I remember the first one. You know, well, I remember how it came about, but you know, it was right around New Japan Cup time. So, yeah, this would be how many years that would that equate to? So you do we do one a week. There's fifty two shows a year, right? So this is like year four, year five. Is are we in year five? I think yeah, uh, yeah. We're coming up to four years. So we started. Was it around sort of Dontaku twenty eighteen? So yeah, we're approaching four years. I thought we were really the cup. I thought the first things we did were New Japan Cup. I could be wrong, but yeah, but even so, four years. I haven't done any. The, here's the, the three things that I've done that, that that were longer. Lived in this house, married my wife. That's it. And, and maybe my best friend. Not maybe my best friend. Okay, so there's three things. I mean, I've probably gone through two th- or three different jobs just doing this show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's crazy. So anyway, that's my old man just sitting on his porch fucking thinking about time going by moment. Here on the podcast, um, I'm sure all you 20 year olds, you know, you'll 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 fast forward through this. But I'm telling you, it goes fast, it goes fast. I remember when I was 20, kind of. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, yeah. Last better show. talking about that than my uh, <laughs> uh, impending sterilization. Uh, all right, here, <laughs> there you go. You want to say that again a little louder for the for the kids in the back? Yeah, I'm getting a, a vasectomy tomorrow morning. Oh Me and Mary have been talking about it. And, and again, I think it's important to talk about these things. I want to normalize these things because, you know, I've had people send me messages saying thank you for normalizing, you know, parenting talk, dad talk, things like that. And I, I figure this is an important part of, well, parenting slash non-parenting, I, I guess. <laughs> uh, we, we've had enough. We think we've had enough children. We don't want any more children. Right. And in terms of birth control, uh, it's made uh, well. We thought it's not fair that all of that is on Mali, as it usually Correct. is with women. Um, Great job. So, yeah, I'm going to take one for the team. A little bit nervous, but I know I shouldn't be because it's a very minor procedure. Uh, They're not going to so find it. That's what you're afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go really, we can do nothing with this vagina. Oh, it's <laughs> a penis in there. Okay, great. Uh, uh I mean, from what I understand, now I will. I, I at one, I applaud you, and I applaud your uh, rationale. I I applaud the fact that yes, you are correct in the sense that in the majority of relationships, let's be honest here, it's on the uh, the female to you know pop a pill or I don't know, fucking what are those little plastic IUD things? The moon <laughs> cap. Yeah, I mean, jeez. Hey, let me ask you this: You ever have a dental dam? You ever, you, ever, you ever work with a dental dam in your life? <laughs> I was like, fucking, ugh. I had a girlfriend who was so, well, she wasn't a girlfriend, but she was kind of like a, a girl that, you know, you hook it up with. Um, oh, no, wait, a moon cup is for menstruation, isn't it? I'm getting mixed up. Um, yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to be flat out and tell you I don't know. What what, what is a moon cup? I Because I thought a moon cup, you were talking about an IUD is it an IUD? It's like a little uh, menstrual cup uh, as a uh, an alternative to 
tampons and pads. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't, no, <laughs> I don't think that would work for me. Oh, that's that. Well, I mean, just in general, I don't think I would. I don't know why uh, that can't be comfortable at all. Uh, and I will say this, by the way, two two white guys talking about. <laughs> Talking about menstruation. We're open-minded. If you yeah, listen, if any of you have experience with moon cups, write write in. Let us know. We, by all means, talk about it. Yes. Um, yeah. Like I can't. Could you imagine going through that every month? Like I, that's like I I'm 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 amazed that like my wife goes through that every single fucking month. It's just like so. It has to be so like so annoying. Like I listen, I you know there's positives of being you know of of both sides, male, female, whatever. Like I think we I think we won on that one. Like that that whole I, that whole thing. Imagine being a like a 13 year old girl. I don't I mean we don't have to imagine that hard, but imagine being a 13 year old. What's happened to this podcast? <laughs> we are off the rails all of a sudden. But imagine that and just like you know like. I guess if you didn't have the talk, like if you had parents that were a little, I don't know, maybe a little not as forthcoming with that information. And like, what do you do? Yeah, that is it. That's something I'm very mindful of having a daughter. And I know these these things are going to come up faster than I would like. So, yeah, yeah, it's important to think about this stuff and, and be open minded because I want to be a you know good 21st century, helpful, supportive dad. Um but yeah, it's, I mean, scary. Let me ask you this: I mean, that's going to be a, a talk that the missus is going to have, right? Like, you're not. Are you going to? Are you going to do the talk? Or are you just going to be like a joint thing? Like, do you have that in your mind? How that's going to play? I mean, you got a little time, mind you, but how are you going to like, like, like? I don't know. Like, what do you do? Like, is there a book on this? Are there rules? Probably, I'm sure there is. I, I, with a lot of parenting stuff, I tend to read up on it mm-hmm. read lots of books and hopefully there's some uh, good suggestions in there see you're not weirded out by shit like that though you know what i mean like you're not like i would be bad because i would i would fucking goof it up you know what i mean i would say something stupid and... well but, i mean bear in mind i do teach uh grade five right slash year six students so this is something that comes up every year these kind of conversations yeah wow every year yeah it's part of the curriculum oh really yeah Usually for that sort of life, if it's talking about periods and things, it would be a, a female teacher doing that. Mm. So some of the stuff we have the kids all together, sometimes you separate the boys and the girls. Uh, but yeah, it does come up. Wow. Like my sex education consisted of watching a woman give birth, like a film, like literally a reel-to-reel film. Like we had a projector. That's how old I am. And uh, the woman, I, I'll never forget, she was in full makeup giving birth, right? She looked like fucking Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees, for Christ's sake. She had so much makeup on. And Yeah, I, that's that's pretty common here, actually, because, you know, people want to have nice photos of themselves <laughs> with their, with their newborns. So. Really? I can't imagine. I'd be like, I'm not. Uh, and I just remember there was a girl in my class. Uh, and, you know, everybody's kind of like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, we're probably like fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, maybe now, nah, maybe even a little bit older, like sixth grade. Um, and a girl passed out. <laughs> she fucking boop, passed out right in the fucking I nearly passed out of my son's birth. That's, that's well, yeah. Intense, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad, I'm glad, uh, you got, you got a lot of frozen peas, I guess, you know, that's the, that's the trick, like frozen, frozen veggies. 
a bag and of that. What a missed, missed opportunity for a manscaped Adri because there's got to be shaming going on down there. But they ditched us, so did they? Uh, I can't. I can't imagine why. <laughs> Are you all cleaned up down there? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, you're, you're leaving it. You're leaving it just no, a they mess. They can do it for me. That's part of the service. Is that right? Nice. Yeah. So you're a little nervous. Nothing's going to go wrong. I mean, nothing. No, it's not about that. I just, I'm just a big coward, and I don't like yeah. the idea of being in pain. But there you go. Yeah. Well, you're gonna be a little. I'll sore. go over it. Yeah, you'll be a little. Be, honestly, from what people have told me, it's, it feels like you kind of got, you know, a little, little knock in the nuts. You know, but uh, about a day or two, from what I understand. I, but yeah, I, I actually thought about doing it. I actually thought about doing it. Uh, I don't know why I didn't, but because we don't have any kids, and we don't plan to have any kids, and. I'm probably fucking shooting dust at my cock right now. <laughs> I, you know, at this point. But yeah, I, I'm proud of you. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, here's the thing: you thought about it, discussed it, and and you stepped up. I'm proud of you. That's good. That's good work by you. And maybe my wife might actually think about having sex with me now. So <laughs> <laughs> let's see how that goes. I'll report back. <laughs> yeah, let me know. I got to text see. Damon. I'm fucking right now. <laughs> I'll send you an emoji. Yeah, go get them. Go get them with your your snipped balls. All right, there's got to be something better we could talk about here, right? These people are listening to yeah. menstrual talk and, and, and balls it's getting quite the opening, hasn't it? And it really is. We're the best. We're the best. Well, I tell you what. You talk to me about now. We've talked about sponsors who hate us. Uh, let's talk about one who hopefully will love us now that we have one of our co-hosts heartily endorsing it. Damon, please talk to me about. Your experiences with our friends at HelloFresh. Hello Fresh. Uh, uh, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the bullshit. Um, so in our discussions, I don't even know how it came about, but Cheryl and I were discussing dinners. Look, there's no worse conversation if you're in a relationship than what do you want to have for dinner? Oh, oh, I want to jump out a fucking window. You know, I don't give a shit anymore. Uh, and and you have a refrigerator full of food, and it's like eh, well, I don't know what to cook. You want to? Call? I don't know. Hello Fresh, simple, easy, and dare I say delicious. Um, uh, as was reported last week, I got the box from Hello Fresh, sent a wonderful big box. Uh, everything was fresh, like nothing was. Uh, moldy or spoiled or all the vegetables were fresh. Uh, everything packed away nicely. Ice packs, perfect. Uh, we had three meals. Each of them, I would say very good to outstanding. I was full. It wasn't like I was like dying for seconds. It wasn't like I, you gave you like a, like a, like a pain. No, they're, they're, you're getting a decent portion. You're not going to be starving. Um, I will say this leftovers really didn't occur, uh, which is good because they usually sit in our refrigerator and fucking get tossed out. Um, and, uh, using the code VOW 16, which we did, um, uh, and going to hellofresh.com slash VOW 16, uh, we saved a significant amount. Now it is based off of the meal plan that you pick. You can pick up like a, th- a three meal plan, a four meal plan, whatever you know, whatever suits, whatever floats your boat. But the savings are significant. Not kidding. Uh, so I urge you, if 
you are sick and tired of trying to figure out what the fuck you want to have for dinner. If you are in a uh, relationship where that question comes up, what do you want to have for dinner? If you're single and you're like, I'm tired of eating garbage. Let me suggest Damon approved. HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash VOW16. Put in that code VOW16, just like I did. Save some bucks. Get the food delivered to your door. Fresh. Easy. I, I, I mean, I'm telling you, the directions are so easy. Uh, we were like, this is, this is fantastic. It's a no-brainer. Um, give it a try. Give it a try. I really feel like you'll – I don't think there's a person listening to this that couldn't benefit for, for, from a service like this. I kid you not. And, and, I'm, and I'm dead 100% serious. Uh, this might be the most serious read I do, which is not really a read. I'm just doing it. So again, HelloFresh.com slash VOW16. Put in the code VOW16. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, up to 16 free meals and three free gifts, right? Correct, Amundo, yes. How about that? So we know our stuff here. So thank you, HelloFresh. I urge everyone to, to get on board, save some bucks, have some great dinners, send us some pictures. You know what I mean? Send us some pictures. We we love the photos of the pictures of the, of the HelloFresh dinners. Uh, and trust me, I think you'll enjoy it. Again, savings at HelloFresh.com slash VOW16. Use the code VOW16. Get on board. Up to 16 free meals, three free gifts. HelloFresh.com. Let's move on to the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. A few yeah. little news tidbits. Let's talk about one Gabe kid. Uh, mm. says, how much money would it take to sit cross-legged in front of Gabe? And that is my question. Faces and Feel says, is that Gabe kid post the best promo we've seen out of a New Japan roster member since Jay's post-match at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, so, yeah, I think um, myself and you and, and lots of other people have been enjoying uh, Gabe Kidd's output recently. He's been talking a lot of trash. Um, the Rest Things Extra podcast, two hours of really, really interesting stuff from Gabe. I thought like, basically all of it was, I found personally, really, really fascinating. Just an insight into his life, how he got into wrestling, the, the struggles that he's had, you know, just little things like him normalizing having a therapist. Good for him. Like actually having wrestlers talk about that, I think is really important. Um, but also, uh, Gabe is kind of scary now. Again, not in a bad way, but he looks like the sort of guy who'd start a fight in an empty room. Yeah. Yeah. First, that interview uh, was very good. Um, and I don't even know if it was the interview that was really good, but it was the the relaxed nature like i like like it was it wasn't really an interview right it was more like i, I guess kind of like i don't, I don't want to say what we do but in the sense of all right let's hit record and you know let's 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 have a bunch of guys talk pro wrestling uh which was fun uh which, which makes it a little bit a little bit more relaxed i guess right a little easy flowing uh yeah you see like he came across as a guy that uh, you want to root for, right? He really did. Um, yeah, so I, I would say I would recommend going out of your way to look for for that interview. Um, secondly, yeah, <laughs> it does seem like he's he's ramping up the uh, the. Uh, I don't want to. It's, it's not tough guy. It's not a tough guy persona. That's certainly not it. Uh, but he's let's just put let's put it this way. He feels more involved. He feels more yeah. involved. 
Yeah. He's not scared of anyone, and yeah. he just wants to go up there and have a fight. Yeah. And it's like it's almost like he doesn't really care who wins or loses, as long as you know you, there's going to be a, a punch up at some point, and strikes will be exchanged, and you could, they're going to hurt each other. Then he'll be happy, and it's like the result of the match is uh, inconsequential. What was your favorite part of the interview? I just enjoyed him getting extremely upset at people doing the Shibata pose, like the the vitriol he had towards Daniel Garcia was quite something. I, tell really you. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is a work. I'm assuming it is. Anytime anything like this happens in wrestling, I assume it's a work. And good for him if it is. Uh, but if it isn't, I mean, he, he was just, just shooting his shots at everyone. But uh, yeah, Gabe Kid versus Daniel Garcia, if it happens down the line, whether that's on Strong or whatever, was one I'm going to be circling in the calendar. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. That was a highlight. I, you know what else I really liked? Like him talking about the Eddie Kingston match. Like, you know, and how he felt overwhelmed when it came to the positive feedback because I like, yeah, how to deal with praise. Right. Like, like, I, like I, there were t- more than times like that. I was like, wow, I, I can definitely relate my man. I could definitely relate. I mean, because you know, the flowers we get sent to us on a fucking daily basis for the show alone. I mean. God, how do I handle it? Yeah, everyone adores us, David. Oh, my goodness. Reddit saying how wonderful we are, how great our podcast is. We don't know what to do with that information. It just puts <laughs> unnecessary pressure on us. It really does. Uh, I'll tell you what. All that aside, um, I got some direct messages from a certain individual. I'll, 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 I'll leave nameless for right now, who was telling me how much he enjoyed the – uh, the uh, accident story involving the ramen and all that, uh, that he, this person went on a, a date. Uh, he's been on a few dates with this one particular person. Uh, and he told the story to this young lady and she was so, ex- <laughs> and she was slapping so hard at the story that then he played the show for her and she loved uh, the bit. She loved the whole thing, laughing her ass off. Uh, so that alone makes it makes makes it worthwhile for me. That alone. So, uh, you know, listen, Reddit can get right up the street, but they don't like it. Whatever. Uh, when I get those kind of messages, I'll, I'll send you those. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to disclose who. Uh, but when you when you when you get those messages, that's that kind of is like. I feel like I feel like I'm doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I feel like I'm I feel like I'm putting out good stuff, you know, for people to enjoy. Talking about travel restrictions on the oh. next, uh, there is some whispers, hmm? some reports from Japan saying that quarantine is going to be reduced for Ooh. incoming travelers and business travelers from seven days to three days. There are some talks that people who've been triple vaccinated won't have to quarantine at all. Mm. Uh, but with all these things, I'll believe it when I see it. But it does sound like it's moving in the right direction. We have New Japan Cup around the corner, Damon. And so Bash says, we travel hopefully opening up in Japan. Which guys from Strong would you like to see in New Japan Cup? Personally, all of them. Like Strong, Jonah, <laughs> Gabe, Connors and Ren to make things juicy. If travel hasn't opened up, do we see some spots filled up with guys from other promotions in Japan? So... Yeah, we, we would assume that these announcements will be coming up soon. Uh, something we've talked about before, it is the 50th anniversary. Right. What do you say to 
a 50-man New Japan Cup? And if so, let's say they can't bring in anyone from abroad, oh. how would they fill up those roster spots? The fucking the first three rows are <laughs> 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 and Horror. Chris Charlton is is is, is in the tournament as well. Chairman Sugawayashi, he's got to lace up his boots. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, you know. Uh what are you gonna do? No, seriously, do you do you think they're making the quarter Noah to fill up spots in this cup? Well, let's be honest here. We have heard rumors that the the New Japan Cup was going to be broadened um with entries. Uh, now, I, that's not geographic or promotion. That just means the number is going to increase. Um, whether that happens or not, I cannot confirm. But uh, if the if the if the word on the street is accurate, uh, and the restrictions aren't lifted in enough time, they almost have to, don't they? Like they don't have a roster that 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 can. Like even if they put everybody on the fucking roster in New Japan Cup, uh, if what they want to do, they don't have the bodies, right? Um, so you would think logic would say, okay, we need other people to hop on board here, and I think all fingers point to Noah. Um, but that raises another question, then, Joel. A. We saw just on Wrestle Kingdom Night 3 how unbelievably ridiculous some of the booking was and how lopsided it felt. Uh, And it would have been a perfect opportunity to build to, if New Japan Cup was a possibility, wouldn't we want to do the right thing and, and, and stir up interest and have some people lie down on the New Japan side at a little more frequent pace? Uh, so I would be skeptical. I would be skeptical because people have to lose, right? People are going to have to yeah. be pinned. Yeah. Based on how Wrestle Kingdom Night 3 went, I don't think New Japan are keen on having many of their roster members lose to no people. I, right. I would say there's about like five people that they are, they would say, yeah, sure, you can pin them. And I think we saw most of that happening on Night 3. Right. Correct. So, I mean, that would leave some doubt in my mind. Now, if we, we're already seeing in the states where mask mandates, a lot of things are, are being lifted, like proof of vaccination lifted, mask mandates lifted, Las Vegas, uh, Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken, New York, um, lots of places are falling in line with that. So um, I hope, I hope, because uh, – I hate to say it, but we kind of need a little, little, little shot in the arm. And I know people, if the right people find a way to get over there, um, it would be a shot in the arm. And I think people would be interested in it. And if they get a little bit creative and think outside the box, again, I'm, I'm asking a lot here. If they did do that, that could make for an interesting time in New Japan Cup. New Japan Cup's a, a great opportunity for guys who might not be getting that that boost, that push at the given moment, but guys that are, you know, everybody has circled on there. Okay. Are these the next guys to take the next step? New Japan cup's a perfect opportunity for that. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. 
And the last thing is a question, well, lots of questions, actually. Spannerhead says, does the C in New Japan Cup stand for Cody? Dr. Gary says, will Cody coming back to New Japan be worse than evil slash house of torture bullshit or just as bad? Velk says, please, Joel, fantasy book, new Cody Rhodes NJPW run on strong. Classic Cap says, how excited are you to see the Cody Rhodes back in New Japan? When do you think he joins House of Torture? Third Chapel Brother says, how many domes a month will New Japan be able to run with Cody as the new booker and Brandy as new chief branding officer? Nandrew says, how many royal families does wrestling have? Uh, obviously, most of our listeners would have seen the news that Cody and Brandy Rhodes have allegedly uh, left All Elite Wrestling. Strong rumours they're going to return to WWE, but if that doesn't happen, Damon, would you take Cody back in New Japan? Um, I don't see why not. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see why not. I, I don't know why he's fallen sour to to a lot of people. Like He was like the golden goose before, wasn't he? He could do no wrong. And, you know, we would get slammed for saying, eh, you know, not really adding much here. Uh, I mean, seriously, you put him on top on some of these, you know, Chicago shows or the Texas show or, you know, you, you get him in the mix on the Chicago show. I don't know if you put him on top, but, you know, you, you mean to tell me that's not a name that, that, that people recognize and we can... You know, we could we could use. I think so. I can't, I, can't, I can't hand wave it at this point, right? Again, do do, do I want to go out of my way and make him fucking champion? I don't know. I don't think so. But I I I don't I don't I don't see how that could be a bad thing. I really don't. I'd make him strong champion. I would. Why not? Shine on that. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you, you people would have a problem with a, with a Tom Lawler Cody Rhodes feud. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to be truthful with you, though. I'm more shocked that he's he left. <laughs> to be honest, like that 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 to me that news was more shocking than than when you pulled the Shane McMahon thing. And I mean, like, 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 I'm surprised that couldn't have gotten worked out. And here's the thing: it still can get worked out, right? There, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's. I would I would put money on it that it does get worked out. I really do. Um but no, I would have no problem. None. I I mean, what problem would people have with that? At the, at this point in the game, people would have a problem with that? I wouldn't. Yeah, we've been so <laughs> traumatized by all this house of torture stuff that <laughs> Cody's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, bring him in. He's a great wrestler. Right at this point, I mean, again, do I do I make him my top guy? Of course not. Uh, do I put him on strong? Have a nice feud? Absolutely. Would I put him on each and every one of these fucking U.S. shows? Absolutely. Uh, would I have him in New Japan Cup? Yeah, if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I, I, would I put him in G One? Let's see who else we got. <laughs> Let's let's see what happens with COVID. Um, but but you get my point though. I, I I mean, look when people were complaining about Cody Rhodes in New Japan, we had a very 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 deep roster, didn't we? Like like the idea of having Cody Rhodes on a show really seemed unnecessary, right? We were we were hitting on all cylinders, weren't we? 
uh, and he, and it felt like he was an add-on uh, to a lot of the elite stuff and the, uh, and the and the Kenny stuff and all that. You know, he's, it seemed like he came with the fucking goods. This point in the game, well, we're not. We're, this promotion is not even in near where they were. I see. I see absolutely no, nothing. I don't see a negative to it. I really don't. And again, unless we're going to do nonsense and give them a belt that we really don't want to give them. But Joe, um, you'd give them the U.S. title. Uh, I'd probably give him any of those titles, to be honest. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, oh, they're, I'm not sure about him dethroning Okada. I think only being Okada clean might be a step too far. But, you know, let's say he loses it to, I don't know, Ibushi, and then we run back the handsome battle and Ibushi loses it to Kofi. Sure, why the fuck not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I here's the thing, too. I, I think bringing in Cody with Strong... Is, is a big difference than bringing in Cody to feud with Juice Robinson. Don't, I mean, right? Uh, I I don't know. I just uh, I don't see I don't see it. I don't see the the problem in it. So I would I would do it. Yes. Okay, uh, let's just briefly talk about New Japan Strong then. So this was the New Beginning USA tour. We had a first match with Hikaleu defeating Cody Chun. Hikaleu he seemingly looks in better shape each time I see him. I mean, initially for this match, I was going to comment on how Cody Chun did a great job bumping for Hikaleo and making him look like a monster, but I was actually surprised about how much offense Chun got in his comeback. Hikaleo gave him a lot before finally putting him away, so I thought it was a pretty impressive debut from Cody Chun. Definitely worth a callback in the future, and the fact that it wasn't a pure squash makes me think the company might well feel the same way. Uh, the next match, we had Josh Barnett defeating Ren Narita. And I know you don't love these Josh Barnett matches, Damon, but I dig them. They feel like a special occasion. I wouldn't want full cards of them, mind you. But when you only get them every couple of months or so, and he's handpicking his opponents, it sort of feels like it's his seal of approval. The fact that he's picked someone to have that kind of match with him makes me think I should sit up and take notice of the opponent and... Obviously, that applies to Rent Narita, who we know has got a big, bright future ahead of him. And I just like having a, the difference in style. I mean, you get a bit of the amateur-style grappling, some submission scrambles, a bit of stiff striking. There were some meaty suplexes in there. And, and this is the kind of style I think that Rent Narita will be specialising in going forward. So I thought this was a good showcase of that. I was naively hoping Narita would win. At some point, I think he does need a big signature win because everything else is there. I think you could send him back to the main roster tomorrow, but he does need a big win to set him off. But aside from that, I think he's ready. And yeah. Then our, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to touch on the Josh Burnett thing. Um, I, I see your point, and I would agree with the statement of used sparingly. Um, I don't know. Like To me... The Josh Barnett seal of, of approval. If this were ten years ago, maybe I'd be, you know, I'd be a little bit more excited by it. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You know what I mean? And again, you're wrestling that style because you're wrestling that style. You know, like you, you have a Josh Barnett match, you have a Josh Barnett match, and you know what you're getting. Um, and I guess you can make a similar argument to other people, like. Zach, right? You kind of know what you're getting to a certain degree. Um, I don't know. I, I just he's he's a guy that 
is legitimate and he does give an air of legitimate legitimacy and I get that and I can appreciate that. Uh, I just sometimes think that's somewhat overplayed in my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm just like, okay, we get it. You're okay. You're a wrestler. We get it. <laughs> I don't know. Just I don't know, and I, and I don't know why I complain uh, about that. Because, excuse me, former UFC heavyweight champion. Yes, lest yes. we forget. Yes, I, I, listen. I'm not doubting his credentials. Don't, <laughs> don't, no, please, don't take it that way. He could hang my ass to me in a fucking heartbeat. Uh, he can hang you know any a lot of people's asses to anybody. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Like, like the same things that I am kind of hand waving with him are the same things I get a boner over with like a guy like, I don't know, like Lesnar, you know? So I don't know what my problem is with that. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's just one of those guys that kind of is not really a new, uh, well, I mean, what does that mean? All right. Maybe I'll, maybe, all right, I love Josh Burnett. Okay, great. We, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I you won me over. You won me one over. One point for me. There you go. Okay. Uh, main event yeah. was Finn Juice defeating Bad Dude Tito and Jonah. It was fine. It was like, How was Tito? It's good. I like him. He, I think uh, he is a guy who has a future in strong as a sort of mid card heel, sort of on that Bateman level. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, in terms of his upside, how old is he? 73, I think, right? <laughs> Just turned. <laughs> I don't know. I can't find how old he is. I'm on his uh, cage match profile, but it doesn't have his age there. But uh, that's how we. That's how we. Come, that's I mean, what we come I mean th- this is the thing. When this travel opens up, this is a conversation I was having with uh, Karen Karen Sente on Twitter that I would want immediately put the, the LA Dojo Boys and Team Filthy straight into the the full time Japan roster, or at least for a tour. But she made the point that. You know, maybe you need those LA Dojo guys as a draw, as an attraction for selling tickets to these strong tapings and, and US special shows. So, all right, I'm going to let me counterpoint that for one second, if you if you don't mind. How many tickets are we talking here? You know, we don't have to sell. Well, yeah, I, again, I was going to say I don't think there's many people as as great uh, talent as those lads are. I don't think there's too many people saying, "Oh, you know, I've got to see." Alex Coughlin, oh, Clark Connors, that's the, the tickets flying off the, the rails. And that's, you know, no criticism of them at all because I think they're fantastic, but just they, they don't have the name value for, right. for for that to be a factor, to me personally. But my point was going to be, I think they need guys like your, your bad dude Tito's and your uh, Barrett Browns and people like that to, one, be your next generation of domestic guys and two, to sort of fill up the roster so you can have things like, little mid-card feuds and the like. So I think it does play an important role uh, for that. So, yes, bad dude Tito fan right here. Nice. I like that. Um, I Look, I think there's a hierarchy uh, of people who are going to Japan and people who are holding down the fort for at least the time being, right? Like, And there's probably eight, ten guys that easily we could rattle off that, yep, send them. Get them on a plane. See you. See you. See you there. Um, and then the rest, yes, they the rest will hold down the fort for the time being. Um, here, and, and and let's see what happens. And you know, it's not like uh, it's not like people can't go back and forth. Some of them, um, you don't have to stay there forever. 
You know, they don't have to spend a year there. But I think they would breathe a a huge breath of fresh air into a promotion. Like just imagine them showing up in any capacity, really. Um, just just stirring the pot a little bit. I think it'd be uh, that would be fun, and and I think the majority of the people that we're talking about, uh, the people, the fans in Japan are already pretty familiar with, right? Like of those seven, eight, nine, ten guys, uh, I think a lot of them are are, are they're not going to be any. There's not going to be any problem remembering who these people are. Sticking with the US for a moment, Multiverse A says, how much interest do you have in Jay White's involvement with AEW and Impact? On Friday and Saturday, three matches of his will air for three major promotions. Also, he may play a factor into the Good Brothers versus G.O.D. match for Impact Tag Team Gold. Uh, I'm into it. I'm into the, the AEW stuff. That's, I think, put his name in the spotlight a bit and generated some buzz and excitement for him. So I think better that than having feuds on products that not many people are watching. So... I'm keen on it. I don't know where it's going to end up. If we're going to get something like a Jay White versus, I don't know, Adam Cole or something, I, I definitely watch that. I think that'll be good. Well, I'm glad I I'm glad I broke that news for everyone. <laughs> that yeah, was four months ago. Four months we got ago. the scoops. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck do people want? Um, yes, I mean, look, it's a it's a. I, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a point counterpoint on one thought. Uh, one, obviously, the good that you just explained. Um, right. This is national television. Um, everything that you would want to be on, he's he's in the mix. And he's in a mix with, you know, arguably the top guys in the promotion. We're, we're feeling pretty good about that. Um, he is the most un-New Japan guy <laughs> at this point. Right? Like, he just... I, I'm, I'm going to be truthful. He does not feel like a New Japan guy to me. Like, I did not get excited with him showing up thinking, oh, my God, New Japan's going to get some some great pub on this. Like, pff, I, I don't consider him a New Japan guy anymore. Like, does he feel like a New Japan guy to you? Yeah, not really. No. Right. Right. I was excited to see him. I was excited to see where the, like this goes. I yeah, was excited. He's a good wrestler. And yes. I like watching good, good wrestling matches. Yeah, absolutely. But do I feel like this is a, a shot in the arm for New Japan and the fucking forbidden door yapping? I got to We should point out that the whole forbidden door thing was just uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi trying to do a cheeky little shout out to a ramen shop. That, that's close true. To Tokyo Dome that he likes. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny that we, that we got that, that info. Um, Look, again, do we know what this relationship will look like six months from now? We do not. Do we know how involved other wrestlers and, and we do not. Um, I would say we can enjoy the ride. I'm just giving you my feelings on this of as I saw it, I was excited for Jay White. I was excited for the fact that this is another, you know, Look, you tune into pro wrestling for moments like that. You know what I mean? Like you tune in for those things. And AEW has delivered, you know, consistently on that. Like, like those moments are, you know, AEW's to own for, you know, a, a, a more than a few months. So those are fun. They're fucking exciting. That's why we're fans of this shit. Uh, 
again, I do a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast with a guy named Joel. I didn't feel like that was a New Japan spotlight moment. I don't know. Just be, just maybe because he's been out of the spotlight. Maybe it's because it doesn't feel like he's like a part of the promotion. Maybe if just I don't I don't know. And that's just me feeling it. If you if if you the listener felt otherwise, okay. I didn't. I felt like it was an exciting pro wrestling moment that we'll see if New Japan can somehow capitalize on. I did see them really pushing that fucking Bullet Club merch afterward. That's yeah, what I was say, as soon as he, he appeared on AWTV, it's like, buy our merchandise! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for fucking sure. I mean, listen, that's just, that's just smart business. But yeah, uh, good, good, good for Jay. I mean, he's got the farm life, got AEW now, got some TV time. The guy's got the fucking life. The life. Let us move over to Japan then to talk about the New Year's Golden Series. So two shows I wanted to discuss there. Friday, February 11th in Miyagi in the Zibio, Zibio Arena Sendai. Uh, Ryohei Oiwa is getting a lot of buzz. I think we should start paying attention to his matches because I've heard a lot of people online saying this guy is special. Okay. And a lot Why? of wrestlers talking about that as well. Why is that? I don't know, I didn't watch it. Um, moving on then, uh, other stuff on the cards. We have uh, Great Okan in a singles match against Satoshi Kojima. He beat him in 11 minutes with the Eliminator. He's, so he's had this run of singles matches. He's had about what, 12 singles matches Okan. since Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, because obviously he can't be multi-man tag matches because none of his uh, stable mates are available to wrestle in Japan. So I, I mentioned on Twitter, maybe an early candidate for unsung because... Most wrestlers are used to having that relative downtime and being able to work the multi-man tag matches. But no, it's just pure singles matches for Okan. So I'm hoping for a good show from him in the New Japan Cup. Uh, he's been using that elbow spot that took out Nakashima in the matches for, uh, for teasing near falls, which has been good. Uh, so yeah, he's been working very, very hard with this string of singles matches. So well done, uh, Great Okan. Skipping forward, the sixth match on this show, we had Tiger Mask defeating Ghetto in 50 minutes, 20 seconds with a reverse double armbar. This is a match that on paper looked horrible, but it managed to be more than the sum of its parts. It was like cheeky shenanigans between two veterans who'd probably rather not be wrestling a 50-minute singles match, but they managed to have a bit of fun, make it enjoyable, not least for Ghetto's kitty cat trash talk. He's one of these wrestlers who just gives a running expletive filled commentary to his own matches. And I've always got a soft spot for that. The way he drags the ref into it and almost makes uh, the referee complicit in it, which then paid off with Kenta Sato pretending to have something caught in his eye while Tiger Mask used a belt to attack Ghetto. And, but, you know, we can't ignore the fact that these two guys having a singles match in the first place is uh, a bit of an indictment on the state of the roster right now. But they did make chicken salad out of chicken poo. So uh, well done to those two. The seventh match was show defeating Yo in 22 minutes. Holy with Hannah. Shocker. Look, no, I yeah, said the I'll previous let you go. match. I'll let you go. go <laughs> Floor is yours. The, the previous match was uh, an example of something that looked bad on paper, but turned out to be more than some of its parts. And this is the exact opposite of that. Because, I mean, we, we remember the show that was tearing it up with Shingo in 2020. And remember the Yo who had his best ever match, what, two, three months ago with Hiromu in the Best of the Super Juniors final? Yeah. So these two really talented wrestlers who've been teaming for nearly four years with how good they both are, 
you would expect their blow-off match and their singles feud to be great. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This just, is... just, I just want to be clear. This is the blow-off match? <laughs> this this <laughs> one is the blow-off. Okay. Because okay, okay. I think this is what? This is the fourth singles oh, match we've had? fuck. They've got progressively worse. Mm-hmm. And, and how is that possible? And I'll tell you how. It's being booked into oblivion with, with House of Torture bullshit because they both work hard enough, but it was such a dog's dinner by the end with all the run-in and the interferences and the cheating and stuff. I was profoundly depressed afterwards and genuinely reconsidered my fandom at this company because they, they good to the first match they had was really good their best of the super juniors match was good but the feud has just turned into the the proverbial dead horse being flogged no progression for either wrestler it's either yo overcomes the odds that he looks like he's about to push on then they have a rematch for some reason i don't know why yo would a- a- agree to a rematch after he's already beaten him twice on the spin because um, he's already proven he's the better wrestler. So they have a match again, show cheats and he wins. Nobody gets over. We're just back to square one. And I don't think anybody has benefited from this feud. I just, I, all this shit, I don't know who it's for. Who likes this? Because I hate it. In a lot of ways, it's 2022 New Japan in a nutshell, which is, you know, it's stinky dog shit spread very, very thinly. And, <laughs> and I know not all the matches are like this. Some, well, a lot of the rest, most of the wrestlers are working hard. Some of the matches are good. But it's this kind of crap. It's a real slap in the face to fans like me who watch most of the content. And I'm telling you, it is driving the fans away. You just look no at doubt. the replies and quote tweets to me complaining about this match. And you know how much people like to argue with me on Twitter and contradict me. I did not get a single person saying to me, well, actually, this was a good match. This, David, this is literally indefensible. And from the few Japanese tweets I've seen, the home fans hate it too. I'm serious. Someone in the company needs to sit down with whoever's booking this whether it's Dick Togo or whoever is responsible, tell them it is going to cost them. And the, the clap crowds and the rosters, I don't want to hear it. There's no excuse for this. There really isn't. And, and and here's the sad part about it, Joel, is that you know we sat here and, and tongue-in-cheek joked about it and you know kind of gave the worst-case scenario of you know even when you were going through these cards, going through these lineups. You know, and you hear me huffing and puffing and sighing and, oh, Jesus, rolling my eyes. And we laughed and, we, you know, we fucking, again, we talked about a worst case scenario. They did it. They actually did the worst case scenario. Look, if we turned back the hands of time and said, okay, we were all waiting for the Rapongi Vice split up. Or not the Rapongi Vice, geez, Rapongi 3K split up. Uh we were all looking for better things for both guys. We had concerns about Yo. You know, would he be able to, what, like, after the feud was done, what would he be doing? All things that I think a good pro wrestling fan does. I have no interest in either of these guys. I would, I would give money to see the motherfucking Tempura Boys again. How's that? How's that for nonstick? <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm at. Like, it's it's preposterous that anyone in this company would think, "Yep, that that match, the 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 purpose for the match, the execution of the match, the any of it would be a good idea for not only people watching at home, but for the participants in the ring." It was everything that is wrong with this company right now encapsulated in 12 minutes, right? Um, the, the, 
And here's the thing, too. This is not like a guy who's sitting here talking about his hockey team or a guy sitting here talking about his baseball team or a young lady talking about her favorite basketball team. This is not what this is. This is pro wrestling. You have the opportunity to do it right every night, <laughs> right? It's, it's, and here's another thing that really is starting to drive me nuts, Joe. And tell me if, if you've re- like this idea of like, oh, well, we aren't in the business. So we don't know what's, you know, that's to me, when I see that and I hear that, I just, I, I, it's it's amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, Joel. Uh, in in the past year with the crowds that New Japan has had, I might have wrestled. Oh, no, I didn't wrestle, but I may have participated on wrestling shows uh, with maybe the same amount of fans or more. Okay, <laughs> so I mean, I I'm not saying I've been there, but come on. Uh, my point being is is that. It doesn't take a it doesn't take a weatherman to tell you which way the wind blows, right? There's a there's a there's a famous line for you kids. Google that. Uh, bad is bad, and and this was as bad as it gets for all the reasons that you just talked about and that we predicted would happen just last week, and that's the crying shame about it. Like they couldn't even recognize that this is not a good thing, not a good idea. Again. For not only the people watching, for the people in the ring itself. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from Arena Club.com, the only repack that provides real value a complete view of all possible cards and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy slab packs at arena club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an arena club slab pack and, and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards and yeah, you can open it and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you you know what I mean? Like, you know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun. And sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs. And it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading. So you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. And you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 
10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. And that left a bad taste in my mouth coming on to the main event, which was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. El Desperado successfully defending against Master Watto after 28 minutes and 50 seconds with the new road DOS. Uh, Elliot says, am I being unfairly critical of Watto due to past performances? Or does the poor guy always seem to have at least two awkward mishaps in every one of his matches? Mm. It's the same thing slightly true of many other New Japan wrestlers who don't have the same reputation. But yeah, two issues here. So first of all, the Yo versus Show match killed the show for me. Uh, but putting that to one side, I did think, I rewatched this one last night. It is a really, really good match. The story was good. Selling was good. I thought Watto showed great intensity. Some really fun sequences there with his sort of lucha influence. Uh, there was no danger of Despy losing, though. And especially in front of a crap clap clap crowd you can feel that energy where it just sort of feels like an exhibition match that you know the ending of rather than a high stakes title match and Watto he's still not there yet he's he's close he's so close he's working really hard he's improving a lot but he still has this tendency to try to do things that he's not able to put off smoothly which yanks you right out of the match and exactly as Elliot says I agree with him I counted them just two spots in the middle of the match that was it those were the only flaws in there everything about else about his performance was spot on really really good but i feel that because this keeps happening consistently right now he cannot be a top single competitor in the division he's just he's not there yet he's not a million miles away i honestly i think if you take this performance minus those two mistakes with a better gimmick and you got something special there but we're not there yet and kevin kelly said that watto is in the same spot that despy was in 2014 and i agree with that so I mean, what do you do with him now? I, I guess it's back to the junior tag division and we'll see him again during Best of the Super Juniors because I guess that's uh, something that worked for Despi. So he was able to sort of build up his, his, uh, his I don't know, confidence and skill set working in that tag team with Kanemaru. They became well-established and then he was uh, ready to become a, a consistent singles junior star. Uh, but what, what do you think, Damon? Are we being too critical or do you think that having these two mistakes per match is a problem? Well, well, I mean, even if we looked at it from a non-two guys yelling in a microphone point of view, even if you're just, and I'll put in air quotes, a fan, and you see that on a consistent basis, wouldn't, like, in your mind be like, oh, well, this guy's not a good wrestler, and I put that in air quotes. So, yeah, he's not as good as all these other guys where I don't see those errors on a consistent basis. Now, yeah, the only other people we see it consistently from is Sonata, and we call him out for that as well. We do. Um, now, if you're looking at it from a, from a sharp wrestling fan point of view, look, uh, it, it, it is what it is. He's not. It, it's it. I don't know if I go out of my way to to point at the flaws. Like I'm not sitting there watching a a. a um, a Master Watto match, and you know the the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, you know, but the you know, but the, oh, there it is, you know, that's 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 not that's not I'm not doing that. 
But when it happens, I I feel bad for him because he's trying very hard. But I also feel bad for the people that he's in the ring with as well, who now have to find a way to cover up for these missteps. Um, and 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 good professional wrestlers can do that, but even the best of them, you know, it's 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 you know it's it's a tough thing to do, right? To kind of hit that, you know, find a way to cover cover up the flub, and then get back on the horse with this match. Um, he's. It, let's let's be honest here. There's one, and I'm not putting them in the same level, but if we're being honest here, like, and 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 thank God no one's really been hurt seriously yet, but there are more than a few pro wrestlers in the United States that have been crucified for sloppy work, right? And when it happens, they are they are just taken to the woodshed. Um, and and we sit here on a high horse with a lot of these new, you know, the dojo is the best system and blah blah blah. Okay, that's fair. He's he's he he, he, he shouldn't be at where he's at. I hate to say it as much as hard as he's trying. It's just too, it's too often. And it's too glaring Joel to, to put this, like you're not going to put the fucking title on this guy. Are you, you would never, not at this point. Like, like what do you do with him? You have to keep him in a, here's the thing. You can't even put him in a tag situation because in a tag situation, you're like, okay, just do these things that you can do well, and we'll we'll have somebody make up the difference. That's not. I don't think that's the problem. I think he just tries to do too much, and he gets all discombobulated. And that's. I'm sorry that at this point in his career, that shouldn't happen. It's just. I don't know. He. It doesn't look. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It just doesn't look New Japanish, does it? Yeah, we expect, I think, a certain standard from at least main event title matches in this company. Yeah, we really do. I hate. I mean, <laughs> as we come on to talk about the never <laughs> open weight lumberjack <laughs> match, right, right. But but you get my point, right? I mean, there's a certain level you have to hit, and I don't think he hits it. I'm going to be optimistic. I think he will get there eventually. I think if you compare where he was 12 months ago to where he is now, you can see huge improvements. And again, I do think he was very, really good at like everything else is really good, just apart from those two botches. But uh, Desu was perfect, by the way. Let's, let's point out. I think he's one of the best in the world right now at doing a coherent leg match. And I thought the, the leg work in this match was great. It played into the finish. So I loved it. Uh, he said he wants to face T-Hawk and El Lindemann. He's also invited Kanemaru to challenge him at some Stop. point. So... Yeah, he's just talking shit. You think? <laughs> Come on, right? Right. All right. Let's go on with this Lumberjack match. Okay. So this was a Sunday show, February 13th in Osaka, the uh, Edion Arena Osaka. 
there's not really much to talk about from the undercard. So they, they, they did the Heyman special with the Tiger Mask ELP and Robbie Eagles Ishimori match. I thought Robbie Eagles Ishimori was really good. Just 11 minutes, very, very fun. Good stuff there. High, high pace, high intensity. And then the seventh match, yeah, it was uh, Evil defeating Tomohiro Ishii in the Never Championship Lumberjack match in 20 minutes, 35 seconds. Now, look, Lumberjack matches are usually shite. The one I remember in recent history, or say recent, Michael Elgin against Suzuki in Destruction 2017, which was just horrible, a horrible match. Yeah. But I think the stipulation worked for the story here. I think the chaos backup, having those guys ringside, added an interesting twist to the expected House of Torture interference, because you know that's coming, but I thought having the Chaos guys there sort of played into it well, and they didn't look like idiots, which is one of the few things I asked for. I actually, I really enjoyed the running sequence later on in the match where everyone came in one by one and hit their finishes on each other. It was very, uh, what, what's the thing I'm thinking of? When it was like WWF versus the Alliance in late 2001, where everyone came in the ring and just hitting their finishing moves <laughs> on each right. other sequentially. And the closing stretch, right? We got LIJ Evil back. It was the same feel, the same energy as that New Year's Dash 2020 tag match. Agreed. With these two going at it. A little bit of the finisher dancing at the end, but I'm giving them a pass because they whacked each other really hard. They were working hard. I would call this a clean win. Not a clean match, but I would call it a clean win because there was no shenanigans in the closing five minutes. It was five minutes of pure wrestling. No House of Torture shenanigans. And, And that proves that when push comes to shove, Evil is still a tough motherfucker who knows how to wrestle and brawl. He can put away a mid card like Ishii, which is absolutely necessary for us to take him seriously as a top guy. And, Damon, you might remember in the build to Wrestle Kingdom 15, before the Evil Sonata match, I was saying Evil desperately needed a clean finish, a clean win over a guy of that level, just to show us that he can do it. I mean, better late than never. We finally got it a year later. Now, what I'm not saying, I'm not saying give us an immediate babyface turn. He can still do all the cheating shit from time to time, but don't make it a copy-paste, spoilers choker, evil nutshot every single time got to be creative and mix in a few clean finishes. Keep us on our toes. Toe that line with a tension between the evil who wants to cut corners and the evil who's perfectly capable of beating the shit out of his opponent and winning by himself. You know, this a thousand is the, I, I, I keep talking about it, the William Faulkner thing, the, the human heart in conflict with himself. It's the only kind of drama to tell. So, David, I'm not expecting things to change significantly, but I was wondering your thoughts. Do you think this closing sequence was so different to any of Evil's other wins since his turn, that it made you raise an eyebrow and think, huh, this is different. Because the website played it up, the social media's playing it up. Uh, Luke writes in and says, is Evil being Ishii that way a new trend or a one-off to shut people up? I mean, that did occur to you. Maybe they saw my tweets about show versus young. Like, guys, we've got to do something. Joel's not happy. But uh, yeah, what did you think of the match, the closing sequence, and what does this mean for Evil moving forward? Well, look, it's about time, right? I think everybody is in agreement with that. That a and and I agree this was a clean five minute win, right? A definitive exclamation point. And you're right. If evil is going to be one of your guys, and I say your guys, New Japan's guys, yes, he has to beat cleanly and definitively guys like Ishii. It's just you have to. Like if he has to cheat to beat them, look. Again, it's pro wrestling. We get it. Cheating occurs. We get it. There's nothing wrong with that, but use it sparingly. Like, evil should need to cheat to beat Okada, Tanahashi, Naito, 
stuff like that, right? But to beat an Ishii or a, I don't know, who pick a guy, fucking uh, Goto, uh, you know, like, like he, he's above them in the pecking order. He should be able to beat them without any help. Now, I did think it was funny that we finally saw chaos at ringside and we needed a lumberjack stipulation to make sure everyone can go out there and help defend the fellow chaos guy. Okay, finally. But it had to be a, a clause in the match. Um, I thought the match was, was – was, let me take that back. I, th- I thought the last five minutes were refreshing and uh, solid and, dare I say, good, right? Um, yeah, you need these wins over guys that evil should be beating. Now, again, would it be even better if, if down the road he beat guys that were even a little bit higher than him on the pecking order, uh, cleanly? Yep. I would have no problem with that as well. Again, the problem isn't the interference. The problem in the house of torture bullshit, that that's not the problem. It's when you do it and how often you do it that's the issue um and here they were smart they fucking used their heads and had evil beat a guy that he should be beating now even though you know let's put this way wrestle kingdom you know Ishii's coming in with a title evil wins it okay but right now as we sit here unless they're dropping that title again evil should be pinning Ishii. period Here's something to think about. William says, after discovering that Mr. Togo has a Twitter, do we need to politely tag him in all House of Torture-related discussions or leave him our helpful feedback in his comment section? I got to be honest. Don't you hate people who tag wrestlers? Ugh. The snitch taggers. Oh, my goodness. They're, they're the dirt-worst human beings. I mean, seriously. Like, what? Like, are you, are you so lonely that you have to tag wrestlers? Ugh. Leave them alone. They don't care about you. Trust me. Uh... What was my point? <laughs> what was my Let's move on. Uh, main event of this ma- uh, this show was uh, it was a tag match with Tanahashi and Okada beaten by Sonata and Naito. Thirty three minutes twenty eight seconds. It was fine. It was, I mean, it was three good, three great wrestlers. One okay wrestler, and then had a pretty good main event. Any thought, other you know, like it, I thought it was good. I thought it was yeah, good. I thought I know it was good. It was good. What, it, was, what, it lived up to my expectations. You just thought it? Do you think it was a little paint by numbers? No, it's just it, we're not as there's not really much to say about it, is there? Okay. All right. well, I guess not. I thought it was the best match of the year. What do you think of that? <laughs> it's straight to number one. <laughs> uh, all right, let's preview then the big matches we've got coming up in Hokkaido this weekend. So we got Saturday, February nineteenth. Uh, just scrolling through the cards, read all the matches. Oh my god! Uh, we're going Come straight on, to the sixth match. We got IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Championship. Four-way match oh. with Flying Tigers, Tiger Mask and Robbie Eagles defending against the cutest tag team, ELP and Ishimori, Watto and Toguchi, and Kanemaru Desperado. So who do you think wins? What are your expectations going into this? Wouldn't it be nice to see Watto turn on Toguchi? What, and have the singles run that you say that he's not good enough to, <laughs> to no, have at the moment? Uh, he's not, but uh, like, uh, here's the thing. Can you... Let's put it this way. Let let's let me ask you this. Let's 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 do gimmick flip. I think 
Master Watto would be a better show than show is. What do you think of that? Tell me more. Please. Okay. So we're going to work a style, cheating, a little brawling, mix in some pro wrestling stuff, right? Uh, be a heel, all that stuff, right? Like, don't, don't you think that that's a perfect fit? And, and be a little protected, right? In some of the things that you do and don't do. And, you know, you got a lot of smoke and mirrors and shit and highlight. And we're going to, ins- uh, uh, we're going to push and, and promote the good things that you do. And we're going to hide the, the things that you're struggling with right now, right? Uh, you're a heel. You can feud with Taguch. Taguch is, a, is an experienced pro wrestler who, quite honestly, could get the best out of you in this little feud. Right? Wouldn't wouldn't that make more sense than show who's wasting away in a gimmick that like hinders him and handcuffs him and uh is not putting him in the best light? Wouldn't Master Watto be a better fit for that role? Well, that depends on if he can pull funny faces or not. Oh, he can pull funny if he pulls funny faces walking to the fucking ring. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think that Watto and Taguchi are gonna win this. I think they're going really? to become the 69th because they will be the 69th junior tag champions. Well, okay. But what about all the, the, the squabbling in the back and, and, and Watto saying he doesn't want to be a tag with them and all that? We're going to flush yeah, that down the toilet? No smoke without fire. You, you could be uh-huh. onto something there. That's what I'm saying. Turn Watto heel. Turn Watto heel. That's, that's hashtag turn him heel. Do you think we're getting new champions here? Because I kind of think they probably, I just with the sort of travel restrictions and everything, maybe. So I couldn't tell you who the champion is now. <laughs> it's the Tiger Mask and Robbie oh, Eagles. That's right. I forgot. Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, listen, we just opened the show with them opening up. Right? Yeah, okay. Well, maybe I'm talking out of my backside. It wouldn't be the first time. I am predict. I, I think this will be a fun match. I'm looking forward to it. And I think Watto and Takuchi are going to win. Okay. I'm I I will say I'm gonna go with the my bookie long shot of the week and say that Master Watto turns on Taguchi. Boom. Seventh match, we've got the IWGP heavyweight tag championship match, Yoshihashi and Goto defending against Yujiro and Evil. I do do not have high hopes for this one. Neither do I. Who's gonna win? I mean Evil's already got two championships yeah putting three titles on him might be a step too far so i will optimistically say that uh gotohashi will retain here i would agree is this our first title defense yes okay um and i think you know we have a guy that's perfectly fit to lie down in the ring um with a yujiro so yeah i think that's uh i think a successful defense Main event is the IWGP US Heavy Championship match with Tanahashi in his first defense against Sonata. So, of course, this all hinges on which Sonata turns up. Is it going to be good Sonata or sloppy Sonata? And the gods flip a coin every time Sonata has a (laughs) a big-time title match. So we'll see which one turns up. I've seen these two have really, really good matches in the G1, and I've seen them have sloppy matches in the G1. So... Again, this is 50-50 shot, which one we get here. I mean, optimistically, uh, I hope we get good Sonata, but uh, who knows? Um, 
I have uh, look. Uh, it is Tanahashi. He can pull rabbits out of his hat. <sighs> this this has this has me worried. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This has thirty minutes plus of what are we doing here, leading up to a two or three minute stretch of uh, pretty decent pro wrestling. Hopefully, um, yeah, you're right. It is a coin flip of what we're gonna say. When it comes to match quality, I don't know, man. Like we're in we're in late February. We're gearing up for a New Japan Cup. We're coming off of Wrestle Kingdom. I don't have high hopes. I got to be honest with you. I think Tanahashi probably retains here because I would like to see him taking this belt stateside and doing some stuff with it in America. Me too. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him again. Um, oh, oh, boy. Yeah, I think Tanahashi successfully defends. But but the, again, I, I, you know me, I try to like map out in my head, okay, title defenses and title changes. We don't have a lot of title changes, do we, on these shows? Right? Yeah. We don't have a I lot of them. That. Do you think they would have the balls to fucking put that belt on Sonata? Well, I mean, who cares if they do? I mean, it's only the U.S. title. Hey, right? it's my I country. It, it represents my country. <laughs> you can't buy the Red Throw title in Japan with a silver party. <laughs> I, okay. uh, I don't know. Singles champion, Sonata. Yeah. We're going to get it at some point. It is going to happen. I mean, why not here? I don't think so. I think Tanahashi would be the better play, but wouldn't shock me if Sonata wins. You're saying, you're saying title change? No, 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 I think Tanahashi retains. I'm going to say title change. Okay. All right, there you go. Uh, that is night one. And then night two on Sunday, February 20th. We have six match KOPW 2022 Championship okay. match. Minoru Suzuki defending against Toriyano in, I believe, I don't know. Is it? I don't know if it's been finalized yet. Either dog cage match or a handcuff match. I think it's likely to be a dog cage match. How about we handcuff a dog to a cage? <laughs> Oh, that's no. cool. Do, I know yeah. I don't want to do that, but I'm just saying. It's just an idea. You know, do it to Ishii, the stone pit bull. He there you go. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. To atone for his loss. Uh, you don't give a shit, do you? I don't care. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I did see actually Suzuki's going back to the US. Yeah. Do I think he's going back to the US to defend the KOPW trophy? I do not. No, he's going for a payday for WrestleMania weekend. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. so he can do forearms and funny faces and people who've never watched him wrestle before can say, oh, he's amazing. The best match I've ever seen. (laughs) Um, But this match, I think Yano's winning and I think we're taking KFPW back to Silly Town. All right. Silly Town it is. Let's do it. Seventh match is the Never Six Man Tag Championship match. Yo, Yoshihashi and Goto challenging the holders, Sho, Yujiro and Evil. I mean, this is another part of the problem, just the fact that we're seeing these guys wrestle each other so much over the last few months. It's just, yeah. what, what could I possibly say here? I mean, it's a house of torture, six-man tag match. There's going to be a lot of shenanigans. Can chaos overcome the odds? I don't really care. Damon, help. <sighs> I wish I could, my man. <laughs> I wish I could. Bring, bring, bring in the reinforcements. Come on, Japan. <laughs> uh, bring in the reinforcements. I mean, look. 
I mean, if they're not winning the tag belts, they're successfully defending the Nevers. So uh, what are you going to do? I, I, I got nothing. Eighth match is the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match with Kazuchika Okada, his second defense against Tetsuya Naito. This right. one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Now, I mean, we're, uh, this is this is the weekend, right? This is this is what we're here for. Um, I expect I expect great, right? This has to be great. Um, I'm kind of hoping for a successful title defense, but I will say this: that it does feel like it's been forever and a day since Naito's had a big win, and he may have had big wins that I'm just completely fucking forgetting. But it feels like he's a guy that could use a win. Um, I kind of want Okada to hang on to this. I, 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 I really do. I, I don't want this to be a short-term championship for Okada. Yeah, me too. I think he should probably hold it for most of the year. Um, it's a bit of a shame that Naito is being used as the fully defense because I don't think Naito is going to win. And again, I'm just I find it a bit strange. I thought they were protecting this match. I thought they were saving it for a don't. I mean, they might do again. A booze could be right that this is going to be the trilogy match for this year. Why here, though? I'm sure it will be really good. I mean, it's always good when these guys wrestle each other. So well, that that's my expectations, like a, a four-and-a-half-star match and uh, an Okada win. Yeah, this will be a very good match. I think people will, at the end of the day, will go out of their way to watch. I mean, look, the two guys are fucking pros. They're, they're, they, they can go. Yeah, I, and I will put my money on Okada winning. All right, so that is the New Japan New Year's Golden Series. Uh, we can I, okay, I'll give you a choice here. We can only do a few questions. Right. How, how long have we been recording for? Uh, one, uh, one hour, hour and 20. 20 minutes. Okay. So we can either do some questions or we can do my special post-pandemic fantasy draft. I'll let you decide. I'm going to say questions. And the only reason is, is that we'll be here till fucking Tuesday if we do the draft. True. So we're going to put that on ice, save it for yep, another week. a rainy day. Okay. Yep. Uh, Kevin says, Cold Skeleton is the name of Sonata's theme song. Could that also be a way to describe his current status in New Japan? I mean, yeah, something I could probably should have brought up when we discussed the Tanahashi match, but I don't think that uh, Okan win at Wrestle Kingdom really sort of propelled him to the, oh, you know, we've got to take Sonata seriously. I mean, ask me again after the Tanahashi match, but I just think we know what we're going to get with Sonata at this point. A guy who is well-liked by domestic fans, uh, but is very hit or miss with, with the, the foreign fans. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's and he's been that way for years. I mean, let's not expect anything more or less. Um, it's, it's, it's a roll of the dice of, of which one shows up. It's a roll of the dice of which one we're going to get against Tanahashi. Um, and, and I'll go so far as to say it's a roll of the dice, whether this guy wins the fucking title or not. Truth, truth be told, they think that highly of him. So yeah. Um, and here's the thing too. It's like, I mean, we, we don't have a ton of options until, you know, until the, we open up the doors to allow people in. But again, as I said last week, I'm sick and tired of using that as an excuse. Like, like this is just. Think outside the box a little bit, guys. Um, this ain't it. Chris says, Kota Ibushi thoughts when he might return and how New Japan should book through 2022. Soon, uh, right? Maybe New Japan Cup? Yeah. I mean, the, it was it was just a matter of him getting back into ring shape, right? If I'm not mistaken. Um, 
I would not be surprised if, if they announced him for New Japan Cup. Um, he's a top guy, so you know he'll he'll go far. Will he win it? Yeah, could, but he's a top guy in this promotion. So yeah, I mean, once he's back in the ring, I I, I think a uh, match quality instantly goes up. We have a, more options for guys to to work with him. Um, he's been a, away for so long that it, it you know it's going to feel fresh. So yeah, I think New Japan Cup or at least somewhere around there, we'll, we'll see him. Andrew says, "What is it about Tetsuya Naito that causes some Western fans to massively undervalue his importance and influence, not only to New Japan but the wider Japanese scene?" And that is my question. So I guess this is also referencing his struggles getting into the uh, Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Um, your thoughts? Why is it that he doesn't quite land with Western fans the same he does with Japanese fans? Um, as stupid as, as this sounds, because he's not put in. Like there is a distance between him and Okada and Tanahashi. Um, and there always has been, even when he was perceived as the top guy, he might not have felt like it. Um, and I know he's very popular and he's very popular with new Japan fans in the States. Um, but I, 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 if I'm being honest, I just feel like he is a guy that is, and he hasn't been, even though, again, you can point at merch figures, you know, merch sales and headlining the dome. And I just have always felt that, and I think people feel the same way in, in certain circles, that there is a distance between the level he is and where those other guys I mentioned are. Yeah, it's a strange one because he does get big spots and he's had really outstanding celebrated matches in the fandom. His series with Kenny Omega were really critically well received and the, the Wrestling 14 main event with Jericho. Okada as well. So, yeah, it's a, a strange one, I think. But maybe it's just the nature of, of Naito that people tend to throw the praise at his opponent more than him. So when he has that you know, outstanding series with Kenny Omega, like the G1 was it the semi-final in 2016? And then the final in 2017, people tend to say, oh, isn't Kenny Omega brilliant rather than, well, nice. Right, so it takes yeah. two to dance. Yeah, that's mm. true. That is true. You know, it, 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 you, I think you've nailed something there. Like, it does feel like it's always the dance partner, but you, it, takes two to, it takes two to tango. Like, like, like he is, an, like, <laughs> to me, he's one of those, he's a top four guy. I don't know, but but and I will say this too: the Observer Hall of Fame is weird. Like it's just a weird thing. Like people vote. I'm going to tell you the truth: there are people that probably shouldn't vote. Like they should take that ballot and say, you know what? I'm really not as well informed as I should be on this certain thing, um, and not vote. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I just sometimes I sometimes I question that. Um, some of the some you know, some of the people who have votes, let's put it that way, leave leave me scratching my head a little bit. Like they they just don't know the, the, the product and they don't know the shit. Um, and there is a lot that do. There's a lot that do, but I don't think Dave necessarily does. And, and I could be wrong, but I don't think Dave does a good job 
keeping track of people, sharp wrestling fans, like current sharp wrestling fans. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of his voters really don't follow the product that in, like that, that they're not sharp. They're not sharp. Let's put it that way. So, yeah, the fact that there were what 8% of voters who didn't vote for Okada makes me think that that 8% should just be right. have their votes rescinded straight off the bat. I, I so mean, that's 8% I, of the, the electorate that we can't trust. Right. I mean, but, and here's the thing too, though, correct me if I'm wrong. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not up on the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame and how, you know, but I, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you only vote on certain regions, correct? So, like, not everyone yeah. votes on... You can abstain from certain regions. I think. Yeah. But even then, like, I, like, I'm telling you, I don't think... I don't... And, and I don't know who all has a vote, but, like, it's just in my, in my experience of talking to people, like, it doesn't feel like he... Is Dave is good at 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 recognizing the people who are in the know and who would know and who follow the product sharply? Um, he needs to give us both a ballot, basically. I had one. I had one, and and I didn't vote. Oh, know. how long have you had that? I I mean, this was years ago. This is probably like this is when I started the Purecast. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to try and make sure we both. I don't want to vote. Well, I, I want to vote <laughs> first of all. Like, like oh, everything that I just described is me. So I would be like, no, I really shouldn't vote. All right. Uh, Derek says, "Where's Shibata? Isn't New Japan going to follow up on him sometime? And is Golden Series Master Wato's coming out party? Are they going to going nuts and strapping the rocket to him now? Or are we just killing time to a New Japan? Uh, no, they did not. Uh, Shibata, where is he? When do you think we'll see him in action again? No fucking idea. I guess our best bet is New Japan Cup, but I even think that is iffy at best. Um, look, I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to disappoint anybody, but could that Wrestle Kingdom appearance just be a one-off, or at least a one? Or what? Or what we described, where he's only wrestling on big shows. Like he's not going to wrestle on a fucking, you know, house show in Nagoya. Um, I think he's. I think he's going to be big show, big big show Shibata, if that, if that. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think best case scenario, we're looking at maybe like one or two showcase matches a year. So but that's good. Like, do you want to yeah, see him? I have no problem with that. Right. But, uh, again, don't don't hold your breath for him to be entering the brackets for New Japan Cup. Right. I would I would say that is accurate. But again, I wouldn't want him fucking in a six man tag. You know, big show on big shows. Have him come out wrestle somebody that's very important. I would be all into that. That's fine. That's that's the that's a perfect role for him. William says, with several people leaving the company, should we start worrying? Multiverse says, what do you make of the news that Tama is currently a free agent? Well, I think he, he was just working there. I don't think he's a free agent. Uh, also, will you be watching the Impact Wrestling Special No Surrender, where the Good Brothers will finally battle G.O.D. after the two or so year builds? Uh, Jay is facing Eric Young as well, I believe. Uh, no, I will not be watching that. Uh, any concern about people leaving the company for you, Damon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, there's another question here. Chris says, do you see a danger that the allure for wrestlers to work in New Japan may wear off? Although it's not their own fault entirely. feels like they're living off past glories and the next generation may not seem the same attraction. Yeah, I think, I mean, the two issues, the quarantine, which again, maybe less of an, uh, an issue going forward, but I don't think these wrestlers enjoy working in front of cloud crowds either. So it's it's a worry. Yeah. I mean, especially when you have a promotion in the States that's red hot and, you know, wrestling in front of packed buildings on national television. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. I think right now New Japan is a destination for guys who are either out of that loop or trying to get in that loop. Um, Look, there's always been that. There's always been that feeling in the back of your mind that you don't want New Japan guys to get too big because they're going to get poached, <laughs> right? Uh, we've seen that. I mean, look, I, I will never forget the day after that Wrestle Kingdom when it was, you know, the, the talk of Nakamura going and, and the talk of, uh, you know, Carl uh, Anderson, Doc Gallows going and AJ Styles. AJ Styles. And, you know, it's, you know, it's it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. But uh, especially now, you know, again, if if people are are if there if there are wrestlers that are getting paid less, let's put it this way. Um, this idea of oh, I have allegiance to any wrestling promotion is bullshit. Let me repeat that: bullshit. They are going to where they can make the most money for the <laughs> honestly, you know, can you make me a star or not? Can you make me the most money I can or not? Uh, can you make me the most money for doing the least amount of work? Sign me up. Um, there's no one that let's put this. There's no one that I think AEW would legitimately have serious interest in. That is like no, I'm not going. I'm, 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 you know, and he rips off his shirt, and there's a New Japan tattoo on his chest. That's not happening. <laughs> Trust me, um, they're going to go where the money is, and 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 I'm going to go so far as to say, can't blame them. Festive Dwarf says, is there any sense our New Japan world has done over the past year? Have subscribers held steady or have they lost people? Lost people. Uh, apparently about the same as it was pre-COVID. Uh, the impression I've got is, was it domestic subs up and foreign subs down? Right. Right. I cannot see how <laughs> the domestic subs are going up. I mean, maybe it's just a, it, a question of it getting more publicity, more advertising, more marketing. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't think that's a concern for the company right now. I think I think the biggest problem is, and the, and the people that I talk to is, I'm not going to pay ten dollars a month with all these other things that I have to pay ten dollars a month for. Like, I, like I'm not tuning in for half of these fucking shows. So why am I paying for it? That's that's the honest to god truth. And I hate to say it, it's that and the fact that okay, I'm not paying for it, and I know I can watch these shows by other means. That's really what it is. I'm paying. 50 bucks a month for all these streaming services that I subscribe to. I got to cut uh, if I was cutting one, I'm cutting the one that I'm watching the least. Guess what that is? It's New Japan World. And here's the thing, New Japan World every I, I, and I could be dead wrong. And if I am, I'm sure I'll be corrected. 
but it's not like they put up a ton of classic content, right? To 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 satisfy that fandom. You know, it, what's up there has been up there for years. It's not like a, a ton of new stuff is added all the time. Do they do they do great documentaries? Absolutely, one of the, some of the best. But t- I mean, if you're not watching these shows, right? If you're hand waving them and you're only popping in, parachuting in for the bigger shows of the year, why are you paying ten bucks in February? Why are you paying ten bucks in March? Why are you pay? That's that's the honest to god truth. If it were interesting and people were captivated by what they were seeing on their on their on their televisions, they would have no problem paying the ten bucks. But when it comes down to it, and they look at their their monthly bills going out, and they see New Japan World every month, ten bucks, and it's ten bucks. But guess what? Half your fan base are college age, and you know, you know, ten bucks is a lot. And again, I hate to say it, they know they can find it elsewhere. If 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 something was really important, you don't make it necessary for people to subscribe. People need to feel the need to subscribe. I hate to break the bad news to you. And if they don't feel that way, they're not going to. That's the honest to God truth. Sure, Ron Hobbit says, any predictions for the Chicago show that I bought tickets for? Am I getting a road to show or something? Worth ah, you're getting a good show. That's that's yeah. turning into a good show. And here's the thing. You're going to have a hot crowd. Like That's going to be one of the best New Japan shows of the year. Don't you think, Joel? Like That crowd is going to be rad. I'm really excited for it. Yes. Yeah. That crowd's going to be fucking ready to go. Uh, They're going to be cheering their fucking heads off. They got a a stack lineup of people. They got names. They got, uh, look, that's going to be a hot fucking show. You're going to have a great time if you got a ticket. I I think it's sold out. If it's not, I can't, you know, it's going to be. Um, No, that's going to be, that's going to be one of, that's going to be one of New Japan's best shows of the year. Guarantee it. Bannerhead says, please read this paragraph from show's wiki, which has now been thankfully deleted. Uh-oh. Show has reportedly been in relationships with Japanese professional wrestlers Mina Shirakawa and Unagi Sayaka, Gravio Idols Ai Shinozaki and Miri Hanai, as well as English pro wrestler Jamie Hayter. Okay. Tanaka hasn't publicly commented on any on any his reported relationships. He is currently engaged to stardom wrestler Judo. So uh, remember the person who we banned from our discord that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago yes. this is the same person who's just uh edits shows wiki entry with all these fantastical thoughts on people that show has allegedly had relationships with which with no proof he's just making it up okay well then why are we even talking about it you know what i mean <laughs> okay, come on fair enough uh antonio you dig into the ah! mind of antonio uh my question is this i love I you heard- antonio <laughs> we do. I heard Naito recently talking about a pay cut on his salary because of the promotion's finances, because of COVID and stuff. With all those things happening, plus COVID doing, what is it by cancelling events and stuff, plus DT, House of Torture, Suff, and TV Asahi doing what they are doing? Is Bushiroad and Co. going to sell, fold, or stay New Japan as it what's info, aka the scoop about all those backstage stuff? And is good to be back and thanks for the award. Damon. Antonio, Antonio, you give me a headache. <laughs> I love you. Um, they're not selling. They're not selling anytime soon. Um, they New Japan will still be here. It's been here since 1972. They've had ups and downs. They've had peaks and valleys. 
this is a this is a a, a valley um, that they will overcome. And again, if things turn the right way, you're going to be in good shape. The Dick Togo stuff. Look, you're not alone. We're all scratching our heads. No- I, I, sorry, can I be clear as well? Just to clear up any confusion, that stuff wasn't from us. Like we didn't get any insider info on Dick Togo. I mean, the people in the company we've spoken to have either not known about it or actively denied it. it it's Joe yes. and Rich from Voice of Wrestling who got the Dick Togo info. So, the correct. Uh, honestly, we don't know anything about it. We're just going along with what they're reporting, and I've got no reason to not believe it. Uh, right. Well, apart from the people with the company saying that it's not true, but you know, who knows? It's a it's a gray area for me. Yeah, I mean, look, again, we've said it a thousand times. I have no doubt that is the information that Rich and and, um, Joe received from reliable sources. Uh, No doubt in my mind. Um, And when we spoke to Kevin Kelly, the impression I got from him was he didn't believe it at all. So take that for what it's worth. Exactly. Listen, some of this stuff, you kind of got to make your own minds up. Right with the information that that, that is provided, um, and I think I th- and honestly I think we land somewhere in the middle. That's my honest to god truth. Uh, I think we land somewhere in the middle. Now, look, are we happy with Dick Togo? No. Are we upset about the direction of the company? Of course. But keep in mind, as I said before, there's nothing wrong with cheating. There's nothing wrong with pro wrestling heelness. Pick your spots. That's that's our biggest complaint. Right, there's, ah, there's somebody's more. woken up. Yeah, somebody's up. She's good morning, Esther. Esther, good morning. Fuck you, Daddy. She's shy. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's more from Antonio. For, I think they're football questions. So thoughts on the whole recent situations with Mason Greenwood. Okay, he's a piece of shit. Ooh. DT going to prison, also a piece of shit. And Kurt Zuma's situation, he is also a piece of shit. Wow. Three pieces of shit there. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, uh, Mason Greenwood's. There were video audio audio recordings from his girlfriends which show some sort of horrific sounds of him whacking her basically sexually assaulting her it's horrible that's so if if that is what it sounds like then he's a piece of shit and that should go to jail uh kurt zuma put a video or a family member put a video of him on social media of him kicking his cat i believe oh. i wouldn't i'm not watching it because no, I, I, I cannot stand it that's okay. one thing i just i will not right i won't even look at it yep uh, but he seemed to think it, it was sort of the, the tone i got was that it was like a sort of a jokey thing like everyone thought it was very funny at him kicking the cat in Ugh. the house so he is also a piece of shit and i think I, I wish the animal cruelty laws were a bit stricter so that something could get done about this i don't know if it will uh but yeah, I don't like any of those people that you've mentioned, Antonio, and they Neither are scumbags. Yeah, I don't even know them, and I don't like them. That sucks. They're terrible people. Up the street with them. Yes. Uh, Liam says, hello, friends. What New Japan match or moment do you go to when you're crying or sad over a breakup asking for a friend? Yes, wow. definitely. Absolutely don't question me. Yeah, this might be an old question. I hope Liam is doing better now. Yeah. But, uh, do you, any Jap- uh, New Japan moments that you go back to that put a smile on your face? I mean, for me, like watching that far- final five minutes of Naito Okada from Wrestle Kingdom 14 is an all-timer for me. I cannot watch that and not have a huge smile on my face by the end of it. Uh, what about you? Well, look, it's a breakup. You know, sometimes you need a little need a little bounce back, a little bounce back in your step. Uh, from a pro wrestling standpoint, you got you got you know, you got plenty of classics. 
you you can dip your toes into any of the Okada. You had a whole fucking run. Any of that. Fantastic. Why don't you have a little laugh? Why don't you get yourself a little giggle? Why don't you enjoy a little little provocative New Japan Pro Wrestling, shall we? Why don't you pop on some uh, Maria Canellis, right? With the feud with the Bullet Club, right? With I thought eight. you were going to go for the Kenny Yano G1 match where they were hopping around. <laughs> I quite like that one. That you like funny. that one? I'm saying that the very, very uh, sexy Maria Canellis uh, doing her thing uh, with AJ and the whole dance thing, and they're all kind of <laughs> goofiness, right? So you need a good laugh. Uh, uh, there you go. I'm sorry to hear about your breakup. That's terrible news. That's that's uh, never a good thing. But hey, there's there's more there's more fish in the water, right? Get in there, start swimming, pal. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's talk to Mixelclicks next. He All says, right. "Dear Joel and Damon, this used to be a very horny podcast. Are either you familiar with Hook from the AEW? He yes. is El Hijo del Taz and basically looks like a young cocky Calvin Klein model. Mostly, I just think he looks amazing." They've taught him some basic moves, and I think he would get over huge with native, Moe-minded New Japan house show crowd once they can hopefully cheer again. I feel like Hook unleashed on an unprepared and pent-up Korokuan crowd would wet everybody's undercarriages. <laughs> uh, thanks to both of y'all to not knuckling under. Please keep this shit at least mildly horny. Oh, shit. Please Hook for Best of Supers 2022. Teaching wow. to wrestle real good. The girls will love it. You'll sell tons of tickets, I swear. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, thoughts on Hook? Please. I don't I, see. Look, I'm I'm going to be very truthful. I I can see where uh uh, uh someone uh would would look and 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 uh, get sexually aroused. I get that. Um, look, I don't care who, who who you're jerking off to or who you're diddling. I don't knock yourself out. Uh, if Hook is the flavor of the month, go get him. Go get it. Um. Look, there's people that watch pro wrestling because they like the guys. I mean, let's be honest. That, 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 and that's been that way for years. Is is he the poster boy now? I I guess he is. Go for it. Have fun with it. Stick your finger up your ass while watching AEW. I don't care. <laughs> I don't, that's terrible. That's why would he say that? Uh, what do you think of Hook? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I, I watched the, the debut match. I thought... Uh, I, I was with all the hype, like people hype him up so much online. I thought there's no way he can live up to it. But I thought actually, I, I watched him and I thought, yeah, I get it. Okay, there you go. Joel's jerking off the hook. There you go. <laughs> all right. Hey, just think, all that jerking off now, it's all going to be non. I don't know what I'm saying. Stop me. Stop me. What are you doing? Ah, right, there she is. Esther on the podcast. Say hello. Hello. Say good morning. Uh-oh. Say uh, Super Jcast. Jcast. Say Super Jcast. Jcast. Yay, that's good. That's close. Now say hello, Uncle Damon. Say, I love you, Damon. Aww. She's adorable. Well, tell her she has two big fans over here in the United States, and we watch her all the time on the Instagram. She's hilarious. Um, Esther, say hello fresh. Please. <laughs> I can let her go now. I was going to try and make her do the ad reads. Yes, you can have your dummy back. Okay, there you go. Yay. Um, there's another one from Mixed and Flicks. It says, All right, uh, let's I threw on an MMA show uh, some, somewhere around the beginning of the year that aired on primetime Japanese television that had sanctioned fully vocal live crowds. 
Have you all heard anything about this? I guess following up, assuming the uh, proceeding is true, do you think New Japan might respond to a letter-writing campaign from native Japanese live event fans requesting a return to a cheering, permissive environment, perhaps you, even threatening to boycott events? Do um, you honestly think that anyone in Japan is going to write a letter to New Japan Pro Wrestling so they can cheer? <laughs> no, no, I mean, this not. is a country that is based on following instructions. Fo- you know what I mean? Like, it just seems completely... Not happening. This is not New Jersey where I'm, you're taking away my freedoms. <laughs> no, I, I cannot imagine that happening. It's really frustrating. Though. I mean, that clap crowd seems like it will be the last piece in the puzzle, but I, that is the major thing I think that is stopping a lot of people from watching. I know I was speaking to John Carroll and they're not watching mainly because of the clap crowd stuff. I was asking them, you know, if the travel opens up and they get fresh talent over there would they consider rewatching again but they said it's just the clap crowd thing is too much for them clap crowd stuff they're not alone in that so hey listen we're all struggling with it together we're all yeah. going to get through it it will get better trust me but i mean the world's a fucked up place right now so if the worst thing we got to deal with is clap crowds then we're in a good pot we're gonna we're in a good spot all right, uh, let's leave it there then. So redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash casts. You can throw some money our way, which we always appreciate. Uh, Discord link, you can DM me on Twitter if you want to join. At Cobra Kawaii and prowrestlingtees.com forward slash super J cast, one of our t-shirts. Big thanks to editor Dan, who you can find on Twitter at lousyhero219. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. They just acquired a new uh, Spanish language show. Oh, which, uh, I'm going to say I'm excited about it. I'm not going to listen to it because I can't speak Spanish. But if you are a Spanish-speaking uh, listener, then Antonio. check that one out. Well, he's Portuguese, right? <laughs> No, he's Portuguese. Portuguese, he's Portuguese. right, right. Um, yeah, the show is called... We Hate Portuguese. Lucha Jobbers. <laughs> no, what's, it, what's it called? <laughs> Lucha Jobbers. Lucha Jobbers. Nice. Check out the Lucha Jobbers on Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network from our friends there. Uh, give us a five-state review on iTunes. Uh, that helps us move up this rankings, apparently. Follow us on Twitter at SuperJCast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and goodbye.